Here we are, everybody. We're recording. All right. Go ahead. That was very dramatic, and I liked it. Hey, everybody. Today, I'm joined with Richard Hart from Hex. He's from other things, too. Uh, but Hex is the word right now because there's a lot of people very excited about uh, – some some excited, some fearful about you know what's coming in the next week for Hex. It's kind of like a, a, a big day. We'll just call it a big day. We'll – let you say exactly what it is here in a second right. um but i'm very interested as well because I, I had just a little bit and it's turned into a lot so i'm going to find out what happened so richard welcome to the show uh the big payday what's yeah. the deal what's happening with it what does it mean and uh so, you know <clears throat> what can people expect the big payday is when all of the hex that wasn't claimed by the people that could have claimed it uh for free uh didn't claim it and then some couldn't claim it because they had multi-sig or they had whale penalties. And then some had, you know, late penalties for not claiming on the first day. And when you add up all those penalties, you end up with about 183 billion hex or 171 billion. So let's call it 170. So it's like 170 billion hex that's being issued to uh, the stakers by shares. So if, you're, if you have more shares because you locked your coins for longer, then you're going to get a larger piece of the big payday. And then, you know, those, those coins that were like penalized and unclaimable or people just didn't try to claim. It's like 97% of people that could have tried to claim didn't. 3% did, which is about $5 billion worth of Bitcoin, which is nice. But, you know, so it's a lot of coins to be handing out. And the total supply is like $460 billion, and you're handing out $170 billion. It's about a 30% uh, of the total supply. It's a big, big deal. Imagine, imagine if like Bitcoin had gotten all of its inflation done in the first year and then just said, okay, well, we're giving out the last third of supply. And then we just have very small inflation after less than 3.69, which is lower than Bitcoin ever had on its run up to 20,000. So <clears throat> it's a really, really big deal. And, you know, the adoption amplifier that is minted about 1.3. I mean, if you look at the, if you're 350 days into a launch phase and you've got 460 B supply, you've got over a billion coins that were being minted a day. Well, that goes away. There's no more billion coins a day minting. So any uh, buy pressure that the adoption amplifier may have been absorbing by taking a lot of ETH in, it's not gonna be able to do that anymore because it's not gonna exist anymore, which means if people wanna buy, they gotta buy in the open market and it's gonna affect the price. You know, the adoption amplifier used to be able to get in early, put a lot of ETH in there and you're not gonna move the price against yourself. But if you yeah. try and get in on ethhex.com, which is a front end for Uniswap, you're going to push the price hard, right? So the way the price movements work is, you know, there's $7 million of Ethereum sitting in there, maybe 7.5. I, I have to look. Like you go to uniswap.info and click, you know, the ethhex pair and see the real time. Or you can go to uniswap.vision and look at the price chart. And it's literally at the top of the price chart. He hacked it to show the real-time uh, liquidity on both sides. So if you double the amount of ETH that's in there, if you put in 7,000 extra ETH, which is like, I don't know, seven, $8 million, yeah. you'll quadruple the price. If you add two extra units of ETH tripling it, you'll 9x the price. If you add three extra units of ETH and quadruple it, you'll 16x the price. It moves as a square. And we've seen people, you know, there was a guy that I call him, I think it was the God Whale, but it might've been another guy. There was a guy that doubled the hex price in a single order by just putting a 10,000 ETH market buy-in on uh, Uniswap. 
and it didn't come back. The price didn't retrace. It kept going. And that's not movement that I was used to, you know, as a trader to see that the price just straight double and keep going. You're like, no, no pullback. Okay. Uh, <laughs> like, this is crazy, right? X, X had some interesting moves, uh, yeah. you know, over the last 340 some odd days. Uh, you know, it, at first when it launched, the price went way up and then dropped back down. Now it's yeah. kind of returned to, I think, higher than where it was. Oh, yeah. Before, I mean, right? we're, we're up. If you bought January 5th, you went up 263x versus the dollar, 100 something x versus Bitcoin, like 80x or 90x versus Ethereum. We're talking about life changing. There's a guy that put in 750 bucks, pulled out 35k or 30k, paid off his student loans, sent me the best thank you video I've ever received. You know, he's crying, talking about how Hex like saved his family, and it's just like, God damn, you're like, okay, this is real. But then I, I get more and more of these videos all the time with people that are really pulling out big amounts of cash. And the reason that they're able to do that is because these massive giant whales are buying up supply and locking it for 15 years, which lets everyone else eat. When a giant whale comes in and buys, I mean, there's a guy that's got like 2.5 billion staked for 10 years. There's another guy, I think they're related. Because they've got the coins from the same address, the Genesis block of when Ethereum launched. This guy bought a billion, basically a billion hacks, staked it for 15 years. You can't, wow. you're, you're in, you are in, you cannot get out. Like you were locked in. You cannot get out. That is, that's pretty crazy to stake anything in crypto for 15 years, I think. Yeah. I, I've I, never, don't, I don't want to say anything for <clears> a year ever. I don't know of any financial instrument, even in legacy that has that mechanic where you are in and no. you cannot get out. He could, he could get out at seven and a half years and lose all of his interest. And his interest is gonna be a lot because he's making right now about 4 million a year, like a couple of days ago when I did the math, he's making 4 million a year on $8 million of locked up hacks because he's got so many extra bonus shares from the longer pays better bonus that triples your shares. So, I mean, from this guy's sitting, he's got an extra $64 million sitting in his wallet. If he wants to fat finger the price and 10x the price, he could 10x the price at any moment. He could just be like, oh, you know what? I want some more. Boop. And I think like I think this is the same guy that's doubled the price before or related to him because their their addresses are like, you know, doing things to each other. So I just people don't five billion dollars of Bitcoin keys were used to mint their hacks. Those guys have money. They have five billion dollars of money. They could FOMO, they could go to bridge.renproject.io and turn that BTC into hacks like that with no AML, no KYC, no sign up. And so people are thinking about this big payday, like, oh my God, the price might go down. And you're like, first of all, the price has gone down a shitload of times. That's what it does. It's gone down True. 85%, 70%, 70%, 60%. You're like, yeah, that's fine. It's made to do that. It's giving people the opportunity to buy tops to sell bottoms. Well, who makes that profit that those guys lost? Somebody else in the ecosystem. People usually with longer investment horizons. And then it went on to make new all-time highs after every single one of those. Um, <clears throat> So people the, are all the, like, the numbers with this whole thing are just it's so crazy to me. That's why, like, yeah. people will notice in this video, I'm just like shaking my head because yeah. we we talked right when this was launching, and yeah. um, you know, people had questions about it. I had questions about it. Um, I I still am waiting to see what's going to happen, you know, at the big payday and things like that. But the numbers. What what is the worst thing that could happen? The price goes down. Okay. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, it's done. It's done that over and over again. It would have as to long as down. you've got guys buying something and locking it up for fifteen years, nothing else matters. Nothing like yeah. nothing matters because that like <laughs> you can't. It's like miraculous. You wouldn't even think it was possible. Like you wouldn't. You wouldn't happen. You don't even believe it. Like I was shocked. I was just staring at the chart. Like, what the fuck just happened? Is there a bug? Is there an error? What's going on? And then you yeah. start clicking through people's wallets, and you're like, "Fuck! These guys are all flush with ETH, man. Flush. Just twenty million here, thirty million there, seventy million there. You're like, yeah, man. Like, and they believe. So wallets. I'm." There's nothing, there's never been anything in history that I'm aware of in any financial product where people have shown this much provable long-term belief in something. I'm just, I don't think anything has ever existed like this. <clears throat> well, um, yeah, I, I think you're, you're probably right. I'm trying to think of something offhand. I can't really come up with something. Because I think if um, you get but, like bonds, you can just sell them whenever you want. You're like, oh, I got a, yeah. you know, a fucking T-bill. All right, well, you can sell it. You get a mortgage, you can sell it. You, you know, you get a CD, you can you can get out of your CD. You stake your hex for 15 years, you're not selling without losing all of your interest on year seven and a half. You sell before seven and a half, you're getting murdered with penalties. Above and beyond your interest, you're getting hit in principle. Gets paid to the other stakers. So, and by the way, that, 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 so I copied what works in the real world. So the pay 20% yeah. every extra length of stake by one year, the pay 20% per year thing, that comes right from CDs. I just looked at the CD chart and I said, all right, well, how much does the interest increase from one year to two year to three year, four year, five year CDs? I just copied it. And then that mechanic of penalizing people for early withdrawals was copied it, right? Like I just copied what I know works for 7.2 trillion deposits, 7.2 trillion USD. That's 50% more Were than Were you the first money. person to do were you the first person yeah. in crypto to do that? Yes. Which is funny to me because like, if you want to replace speaking banks, of copying, <laughs> yeah. you got to replace all their products. If you want to replace well, banks, you got to replace all their products. Yeah, for Bitcoin sure. tried to do yeah. currency, failed, but it did something more valuable, which is store value. Well, X does store value better. <laughs> it's like yeah. Bitcoin's the blue chip, but it dropped 65% in two weeks when COVID hit and Hex went up and you're like, well, uh, <laughs> There goes your uh, decorrelated narrative, right? For for Bitcoin, it's obviously yeah. correlated. It's a risk on asset. <clears throat> well, speaking of copying, um, I think this is really interesting uh, because, um, you, as you know, a lot of people called you a scammer when this thing. They first still started. do. People They're still fucking do. retarded. They, do, they don't. They don't understand. They lost. Yeah, I I am in on Hex uh, personally. Uh, from actually, uh, you gave me some like 350 bucks worth at some point uh when we did a video t together after the video you're like just try it out just check it out it says crazy you how much it's worth says it. you but someone surely gave you some i wouldn't doubt it go ahead yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the point is is that it's crazy like i've been watching it and what's it worth now Fifty-six thousand dollars. Fifty-six thousand. dollars well, well well let me rephrase that at the big payday in a few days when that hits the amount that i will get from the big payday is worth fifty six thousand dollars right now if i were to withdraw it i think it's twenty seven thousand or something like that so it's that's for it's cool. really really nuts yeah. yeah it's cool and so like i'm really interested in it um obviously for personal reasons like hey, hey. I, i'm up infinite x right now on that um but you know what everybody says everybody said 
uh, college of scammer, still yeah. do, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. But what's interesting is it seems like a lot of DeFi projects kind of try to copy what you guys are doing. Oh, yeah. And ETH, Ethereum is trying to copy us. Yeah. Ethereum itself is trying to copy us. <laughs> Ethereum is trying to build coin burning with the IP 1559. We already have coin burning. Ethereum itself is trying to get people to lock up their coins for interest. We already have that. Ethereum is trying to copy us. It's hilarious. And but people don't fucking get about... it. They just don't understand. Like I, I can't hammer the information into their fucking head. They're just oblivious. <clears throat> like uh, de de all these deflationary mechanisms you're talking about with, um, uh, you know, you're talking about earlier when, you know, you guys burn coins and I lost my train of thought. I forgot exactly what specifically uh, you said that triggered that thought. But well, well Ethereum these, is oh, trying oh, the to... The penalties, the penalties for withdrawing. Oh, yeah, yeah, so there's one point A lot of projects two... are doing that now. Smart. I mean, it's a fucking genius no. mechanic that I think I invented. So, well, I mean, I kind of copied the late, uh, the early withdrawal penalty from from banks. The late <clears throat> the late claim, uh, the late end stake one is, is new. So 1.2 billion hacks has been given in penalty, has been charged in penalties. Guess what? Uh, that half of that 600, uh, 600 million goes to the staker class, to the people that did what they said they were going to do. The, the truth engine, I call it. Uh, the people that didn't do what they said they were going to do, an emergency end staked, usually not because there's any real emergency, but probably just because they're greedy and want to take profit or fearful and want to take profit or call it whatever you want. You know, there's a dump. So people start selling. Stakers make money. There's a pump, so people start yeah. selling. Stakers make money. And, 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 point. Yeah, and, and in Bitcoin, when, people, when there's a dump, you're not getting paid any extra Bitcoin. It just sucks the whole way down. So, like, Hex is the only coin I know of that you're making money, you're getting paid to, to hold when there's a dump. It's fucking awesome. And when people wonder, like, you know, so what's the fear everybody has about things that go up a lot in value? They won't get out at the right time. Yeah. Well, let me tell you. Legitimate fear, for sure. Well, in any in, in Bitcoin, when it drops 65% yeah. in two weeks, if you only had a two-week investment horizon, you just got fucked. So yes, in, in any, any speculative instrument, timing is super important and volatility as well, which is why we talk about it on the homepage of the front. We talk about Bitcoin going down 85, 85, 85% again and again and again. Nobody else, we talk about flash crashes to zero on the homepage. Nobody else in crypto has the balls to do it. Hex.com is the only, only website in crypto that has the balls to talk about this shit going to zero right on the homepage. You go to Bitcoin.org, they pretend the price don't fucking even exist. They don't talk about, like, it's... Hex is more honest than any other project out there, but people just don't realize it. They, they see that it talks about price and they turn their brains off. This is hilarious to me. So <clears throat> that 1.2 billion of penalties, of which 600 million got paid to the other stakers, that's people taking fucking profit, Right? So when, you, when you're like, hey, can, can you sell this shit? You're like, how do you think we get 70% dips multiple times by people selling the fuck out of it? <laughs> like, there's no, like, yes, yes, people take out fucking profit all the time. And that's why this shit dips, is, has dipped as often as it has. And then it goes and makes new all-time highs again. So it's like, in Hex, it looks like a lot of these dips have been wonderful buying opportunities. And in most of crypto, really, if you have product market fit, you know, how many people are down on their Bitcoin purchase. I think there was only one week in history that you could have possibly bought higher than today's price. 
So if you just shut the fuck up and held and didn't get shaken out and didn't try and trade, almost anyone that's ever bought Bitcoin ever, 99 plus percent is in the green. And only like these tiny little sliver of time that you had to buy over 16K back at the end of 2017. So, you know, I mechanized that. I weaponized that. I monetized that. The only only two types of people that get rich in crypto are holders and founders of currencies and founders of exchanges. So founders and holders, that's it. Traders get fucking annihilated. And we can see it. Don't leave YouTubers out. Uh, Yeah. Don't leave them out. Yeah. (laughs) You're one of them. All right. So listen, here's the thing. Uh, when it comes to uh, this big payday, I, and I'm I'm like listening to everything you're saying, and yeah. it's all making a lot of sense to me yeah. because I've had those feelings of looking at how much I was going to get um, by continuing to stake into a big payday or whatever yeah. the case. Um, and it was like there was one time where I was like, well, I could just take it out right now. It's worth yeah. like ten grand, I think. And I was like, yeah. well, why would I possibly do that? Like I'd rather just kind of hold on and see what happens. Right. Um, and now we've, you know, made it through some of those times where people were pulling out the profits. Uh-huh. Um, and, and now, like, I'm seeing so close to seeing the results of, you know, waiting and being patient. And like that feeling of looking at those numbers and hesitating, I feel like that's probably what a lot of people do. And then you've got the other people that kind of panic and they're like, oh, God, this is at least some money I need it. Let me pull it out. Well, I mean, we could um, look back at the chart. It's all on chain. So when people fuck up and like sell and then have to rebuy higher, you just watch it happen. So there's this app called staker.app that came out for Hex. It's on Android and iOS. You can literally click someone's address and see them winning or losing, when they bought, when they sold, how much, if they're up, if they're down, when their stakes are ending. It's like, so I try and get everyone not to trade because everybody loses their money trading. But if you are a trader, you have tools in Hex that you've never seen before in your entire life. You can see if people have loans. You can see when they're... Uh, stakes are expiring. Can you see if they have stakes? You can see what other coins they're holding. You can see where their money came from. You don't know who their names are, but it's all on chain. It's the most open and transparent trading in the world. And it's extremely liquid. So Hex's liquidity used to be, we made the Uniswap popular. Hex was 40% of Uniswap's trading volume and liquidity for a long time. And wow. you know now it's still top uh, 18 or 19 uh, liquidity. And their liquidity is being subsidized. So they have oversized Ethereum and wrapped Bitcoin and USDC uh, volume because it's being subsidized by this uni token and hex is still top 18 and the, by the way the liquidity has gone up so if you go to uniswap.info and you click uh, liquidity you can see the chart it goes up and you know it tends to go up when the price of ethereum goes up and then you know people get rug pulled all the time right so they'll buy a coin and they'll be feeling really rich yeah. and they'll go to sell it and then there's nobody fucking buying and the shit is it zero right well, uh, if you look at the liquidity on the Hex ETH pair, it's been going up for a long ass time. Oh, 70% dip? Who gives a fuck? Liquidity's still there, right? Like Liquidity's it's, not an issue with Hex. So I, don't, yeah. I don't think so. And people, people have this misunderstanding, right? They're like, oh my God, you know, th- there needs to be, oh, the market cap's like, what, 5 billion? Okay, there needs to be like 100 billion of liquidity there because they're just idiots. Like they don't understand anything about markets. Like okay, let's 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 do that experiment, right? Houses have values, right? Okay, is there a fucking liquidity pool, an order book for houses sitting somewhere where there's a bunch of fucking liquid house bids just waiting? No, but bro, who's gonna buy your fucking house, bro? There's no fucking order book full of bids waiting for your house. No, that's not the way markets work. The people are just stupid. Go take up, go add up Bitcoin, 
add up its bid side support, right? You can go to bitcoinity.org and click the combined order book and add up the bid support and then see how it compares to the fucking market cap. Every market in the world has market caps vastly in excess of what the fucking bid support is, period. Because it wouldn't be capital efficient, right? Like if everyone had to just take all of their capital and sit it dormant in a fucking order book, yeah, it wouldn't course. have efficient markets anywhere. But people are so fucking stupid. They're like, I have to spoon feed them everything. I have to teach them every fucking thing because they're all so dumb. I do this shit on videos, guys. Like if I'm saying things that you don't understand, it's because you haven't watched my videos. Just fucking watch them. Like, <clears throat> Well, you're either incredibly intelligent or absolutely insane. I don't think there's a difference. I don't think there's anything in the middle. I think that's it. Winning it's for one decades. or the other. I retired What's in that? the year 2003. I've been winning for decades. I was a retired millionaire self-made before Bitcoin was invented. About 10 years before Bitcoin was invented. I think I saw a picture of you. You had longer hair. Well, that was only like, uh, that was in 2006. So, so when I retired, I wanted to start supporting anti-aging charities like Vitalik, the same charity that he gave a few million dollars to. Yeah. I was volunteering for them back in 2006. Uh, it's called the Strategies for Engineered Negligible Senescence, the SENS Foundation, which had a partner organization at the time called the Methuselah Foundation that operated the mprize.org, which was a prize that gave out, you know, a couple million bucks for making older mice. And I thought, well, if I want to support longevity charities, I don't want to look like a young kid. I was only 25 at the time. So or maybe, maybe it was 26 at the time. And I was like, well, I want to look older. So I grew up my beard and I grew up my hair and shit. And then I just found it was really hard. Like no one wants to hear about that particular charity. They just can't give a fuck. Like they, they, yeah. they hate the concept of, of anti-aging medicine. And you're like, well, that sucks, you know? And then I just started traveling and having fun instead because it, it was so not rewarding to try and promote that. But I'm going to go fight yeah, that but... fight again because I wrote a book called Survive to try and get people to invest in medicine again. And I got it back from the editor a few months ago. And, you know, once Hex starts getting viral... I'm going to pivot. So once Hex is doing the viral thing, like, yeah, it's top 10 market cap now. That's cool. But I think it can do a lot better. I think it can go top one market cap. Once I see it getting mainstream press and, you know, right now I've got maybe 20, 30 YouTubers or something, maybe 200, 300 YouTubers or something like that. Then I can like focus on SciVive instead of just Hex, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I think, I think there's a lot of people that would like for you not to focus on Hex. A lot of people, a lot of critics. Well, it's weird because like the rising tide rises all ships. How many fucking mm -hmm. Ethereum wallets did I personally get installed? How much did I push up the price of fucking Ethereum personally with my hard effort? Ooh, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty braggadocious. I like that. Yeah. I like like it. tens of thousands real. of fucking Ethereum wallets were installed because of me. I am the one who popularized Uniswap. Me personally. I made Uniswap popular. I am, was all of the fucking tweets. I was all of the promotion more than their founders by far, right? Are people giving me fucking credit? Yes, some are, thank God. But, you know. The humble hero we never deserved. <clears throat> I ain't humble. I'm fat, I'm old, but I'm rich and good at shit, so. <clears throat> <laughs> oh, man, I love it. Okay, so um, let's talk about when it comes to, like, next steps for people that are in Hex with this big payday. Like, what what is... What would your advice be to people as this day like gets closer? What should they be thinking? What should they be looking at? Um, you know, what's the direction here for people? Because this is the day they look forward to a lot of people. Um, but you know, uh, the price may not go down. It may go up. It may go up way higher. Than I that. never. I will. I don't think anyone could possibly know. Yeah. Th this really is 
the decisions of single individuals with big holdings. If Mr. 64 million sitting in his What about wallet, married guys? Say again? What about married people, though? You said just single people. Ah, well, good one. Yeah, um, it, individuals can choose to double the price or 10x the price at will with the press of a finger. And they can also choose to nuke the price by 90% with the fucking click of a finger. Mm. They're both on the menu, and you could see both of them. So there, there is no way. I have, I have never been able to predict that someone was going to just 2x the price in a, in a candle. And I've never been able to predict that someone was going to emergency end stake and, and dump a whole shitload. And I don't know how anyone else could possibly. Now we've got a guy that does named Silver the Antidote. He does chain analysis out his ass. He looks up every single guy that traded over 10,000 in the last week. And he goes through every one of their wallets and sees, are they a trader? Are they a holder? Do they have stakes? Does it look like they're trying to get out? Like this guy goes through everything. So, and I even have a video on how to do what he's doing. If you want a tutorial on it, it's on hex.com. Just scroll down to the speculative stickiness one. And it'll show you how to do all the chain analysis to, to analyze who's winning and who's losing doing trades. So I, I don't think anyone is able to predict what the price is going to do in the short term. And I can tell you that in, if you look at Bitcoin, you know, I just published a chart today where Bitcoin went and broke through the 1170 all-time high. It was down for three years, you know. Broke through the 1170 all-time high, and then you know goes through a bit. You're like, all right, it's real. Maybe there'll be a retest. I'll buy the retest. Never retested. Never went back down to 1170 again. Lowest it ever got was 3,000. So there's guys, I bet you, that have been sitting with limit orders at like mm -hmm. 1150 for the last you know fucking four years, and the price is now 14 times higher. So right now the price is 14 times higher, and you never got to buy that retest of 1170. And so this, this idea that in crypto that it's safe to like get out and try and rebuy lower, it's actually extremely dangerous because the majority I tell of the people this all the time. Yeah. The yeah. market will leave you the fuck behind the majority of price moves. So if you look at Bitcoin, the majority of days, it's actually down. But on the days that it goes up, it goes up so fucking hard that it makes up for all the down days. And so you'll get like 80% of a year's move in 10 days, 10 yeah. individual days of a year. And if you're not in those fucking 10 days, you could end up down on something that's going up like crazy. So it's not yeah, people, you know, people that are newer in crypto. Like what I found is that uh, they'll try to do things that they hear traders talk about, like, oh, I'm going to tether off or I'm going to jump in this. I'm going to do this. And oftentimes they're doing the opposite of what they should be doing. You know, when, when they're fear, you know, feeling fearful and they want to jump out. Yeah. That's usually when the price is going to turn around and go the other way. And then, you know, it works the opposite direction too. I've seen way people lose way more money trying to, to go to a stable coin than if they would have just held. Bitcoin's up 1.6 million X in about 11 years. Nobody else did that. The buy and hold guys that just fucking held and forgot they even owned Bitcoin beat everyone else's ass. And all the guys that thought they were smart, Adamant Capital and Willy Woo and Turdemeister wrecked bankrupt, gone, no longer in the fucking business. And those were the smart guys. Yeah. And who beat them? People holding out nearly fucking anything, nearly anything. If it's in the top 10 right now and you just held it, if you held fucking Dogecoin, you beat those guys. And by the way, as far as like that blue chip shit, Bitcoin dropped 85%, Dogecoin and ETH dropped 95%. Really that big a difference. Yeah. Well, it's I mean, a little yeah, bit, it's a little bit of difference, but it's not that big. Bitcoin.
Bitcoin goes down 85% and the other ones drop somewhere between 90 and 95, you yeah. know, sometimes. Yeah, That's so like you're like, happens. oh no. 97 like... is a bad performer. If it, if it went down 97% or more, you're like, oh, that one's a little worse than the other ones in general. Yeah. Like Icon and Dragon Chain, those ones got Things with no crushed. product market fit should cease to exist. It, just like IOTA, if, you, if a single guy can decide to just turn off the network for a few months, turn it off and leave it off, bro. Please just leave it the fuck off. You know, if you're losing, if you're losing your users private keys because your wallet that you sent them was hacked, shut it the fuck down, turn it off. Like <laughs> people don't learn. I warned people about that shit years ago. I was right. They were wrong. This happens again and again and again and again. I'm always fucking right. It's just crazy. Like I've only had to change opinions on like two things. I, Ethereum used to suck. It stopped sucking, right? It used to be centralized and, you know, the carbon vote was just won by default, right? And they forked the chain and shit. They can't do any of that anymore. And there's proof that they can't. Well, okay, got to update your worldview. Then, you know, <laughs> seven of the 11 top market cap uh, cryptocurrencies were launched on or primarily use Ethereum. You're like, okay, well, let's list them. Ethereum itself, USDT, BNB, TRX, EOS, I think Polkadot had a crowd sale on ETH and raised the majority of their money that way. I think even Tezos may have done that as well. So you're at like seven fucking billion dollar coins. Oh yeah, Hex. Hex is up in 5B, so now that's eight. And oh yeah, oh, Uni was, was over Cardano, a billion, Cardano, so we're at nine. Say again? Was, right? Cardano? I'm not sure if it was. It may have been. So you're a, like, how many billion dollar projects that have no problems at all with ERC-20 do you want to see? You're like, man, that's fucking... Let's do that. And I chose the right ecosystem. And because I chose the right ecosystem, we got millions of dollars of free money from the uni token. Because Hex users popularized it, we had thousands and thousands of fucking addresses that were using Uniswap. And then Uniswap you invented Uniswap. I mean, crazy. They, they handed out millions upon millions of dollars to Hex holders for free. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I told everyone how to sell it. Price was, I think, $6 when I told everyone to sell it. Now the price is $3. You're welcome, guys. Maybe the price is what? at four now. Maybe. <clears throat> your Richard, your your confidence is so easy to love. Oh, nice. Thanks. A, a lot of people like that. I think that's why nice. people attack you all the time. Yeah, uh, and awesome. I can relate. Yeah, I can I'm just going to wear the, ch the chart as a shirt. And literally, the next yeah. time I go to a conference, I'm going to change this shirt out for the chart and be like, "What coin? What bags do you hold?" Yeah, that's that flat line down here. That's your bags, like Charlie Lee, that little bitch. Charlie Lee, when Hex launched, that oh little bitch, gosh. he said, Hex is a scam. Okay, Charlie Lee, motherfucker. Yeah, Hex is a scam. You don't know nothing about it. Fine. All I'm right, bitch, you, come out like that. 10 months, 11 months later, yo, Charlie Lee, bitch, I ain't seen you in a while. Uh, my coin is up 70x over your coin. How about a fucking apology? How about that? Oh, and my coin has a higher market cap than yours, too. So fuck yourself. Like, this is just insane. How are you going to come out and call my amazing world-changing shit a scam and then dump on all your followers' fucking heads, lie about shit getting developed, <laughs> and fucking come at me? What? No lies were I'm the guy here. with the self-help no, fucking YouTube you. channel that teaches people how to stop playing poker and stop fucking gambling and stop fucking trading. What are you doing, motherfucker? Dumping on people like. It's unbelievable to me. You know how many millions of dollars of free money I gave to Bitcoin holders? And then they talk shit at me? Where's my free money talking shit, people? Give me free money. Work hard to give me free money. No, they just...
I'm out here changing what's, fucking what's lives, the point? and these guys just you know. What what is the point where, uh, like, hex holders make enough money to where people say, oh well, maybe I guess maybe he was right. Where, where's that point at? You think? You know what? To tell you the truth, I don't like. I'm getting to the point where I don't give a fuck what anyone else is doing. Yeah. Right. It's like okay, Coin Market Cat wants to force us onto page three, even though five billion dollars yeah, of Bitcoin holders minted their hex in the contract, even though everything else around us has failed. Tons of shit those motherfuckers put on the homepage has failed, like yams, etc. Gone to fucking zero. <laughs> yeah. Well, motherfucker, about, why is all this shit just going to zero day, getting like, ranked and hex ain't at 100% uptime? Why? Because it's corrupt fucking bullshit is why. It's corrupt and it's disgusting. So you know what? If this system wants to stay corrupt, I'm better at business than these people are. I'm just focused on different shit right now. So they want to see me put together an office and do their fucking businesses better than them. Fine. Okay. I'll do it just to spite you motherfuckers because this is glory for me anyway. My lifestyle hasn't changed. Here's what I got. Here's my lifestyle change. I got a new pillow. So I'm in it for the fucking glory, right? So when these people want to gatekeep and and like fucking stand in the way, we just do what they're doing better than them, right? Like TradingView didn't have charts. So guess what? We're the people that were the first people in the world to put Uniswap things on fucking charts. We did that, right? Coin Paprika, they don't know how to read the fucking order book and, and say how much liquidity is in Uniswap. So our developers go and fucking de- decipher the algorithm to generate a pseudo order book so that they can decipher order book depth for all Uniswap pairs. We fucking did that. Like the Hex community keeps improving all this other open source shit, sometimes behind the scenes because we don't want to get gatekept. We want our shit to get merged. And, and you know, anybody that wants to stand in the fucking way is just going to get routed around. Like you sound oh. like a gangster NASCAR driver. Well, this is it's the community. You're thinking your team, it. you know, they're doing good. They're developing. <clears throat> you're thinking your sponsors. Well, it's the community. I like will the run you over. app. I don't have shit to do with it. Hexinfo.io, hex-data.com, hex.vision. Uh, hex. I feel like they're all the same. I don't have link. anything to do with anything. I feel like they're all the same link when I look at them. I can't tell anyone. Oh, dude, they're wildly different. Just right? combine the word hex. Dot. Win. Stake, <laughs> and you will probably end up. In a place that has excellent. We have the best stats in all of crypto, literally. There is no other cryptocurrency in history that has ever given you a more in-depth view of what the fuck is going on inside it. You can see, if you go to hex.vision and you look up on the top left, there's the wall of shame that shows the the penalties, who paid them, how much they paid, when they got paid. Mm -hmm. There's the chart of future expiring end stakes. So you can time yours to be when other people's aren't ending. There's uh, the adoption amplifier that shows you everyone that put money into the adoption amplifier that day and their addresses and when else they put in there's like if you go to hex-data.com there's a list of all the referrers and who made the most money on referrals if you go to hex.live you can see who's making money trading who's losing money trading real-time live feed trades with a rank of where you sit amongst all the other stakers because you're ranked by your shares and they you know they have funny funny names for different uh, levels and then you've got gamification of what level you're in we got fucking everything like there's this do you have any of that shit in Bitcoin? You don't have any of it. You don't, you don't have expiring stakes. You don't have fucking profitable time locks. You Bitcoin don't have don't do much, really. trading analysis. You don't fucking, you got nothing. You literally just have hash rate yeah. and you have fucking price. And that's well, all you, know you have what, to look what's at. What's really cool about it though is like if you take the logo and flip it backwards and then put it together, it makes a cool BitBoy logo. <laughs> what, is, what, what, it makes a Bitcoin logo? How? A BitBoy, the, the oh. BitBoy logo right there. You oh, see? Okay. It's, it's a Bitcoin Right. And another Bitcoin back to Got back. you. 
like a, like a mirror image. Nice. That's the best thing that Bitcoin's done this year. Dude, no, no block. I mean, the price is increase. okay. But, you know. No, like Ethereum is Bitcoin's layer two. There's billions yeah. of dollars of Bitcoin locked in Ethereum now. There's not even a single billion in the fucking Lightning Network. I don't even think there's 200 million in the Lightning Network. <sighs> actually, network, my gosh. Yeah, and, it, and it's getting critical vulnerabilities all the fucking time. So Ethereum is Bitcoin's layer two. Ethereum is where all the uh, trading of stable coins is, which is the majority of volume mm -hmm. in crypto. Six, Ethereum 60 percent of trading. Yeah, three, I think it's like three percent of the market are. and sixty percent of trading. Yeah, like Ethereum is where yeah. all that stuff is, and you're just like Bitcoin. What are you doing? Ethereum. I think Ethereum eventually is definitely going to pass Bitcoin. Like I, I, would, I think I it wouldn't is. mind that at all. I think that if if the market values Ten, more 10, secure, fifteen years, but yeah. it's a more secure system. It's got a better mining ecosystem. You can mine it, but if you want to mine Bitcoin, you got to send money to some weird centralized ASIC yeah. manufacturer. It's got a plan that if the miners start to suck, they can switch the proof of work, test it already, ready to roll out. It's, it's called uh, Prog POW. Does Bitcoin have a plan to rotate proof of work if the miners start to suck harder? Fuck no, they don't Bitcoin, care. Bitcoin, let, let me tell you what Bitcoin does. Bitcoin, the people behind Bitcoin, the, the developers, they just want to hold on to a dream that just isn't reality. Yeah. And they just keep wanting to hold. But however, their confirmation bias is like nonstop because of the price. Like it continues to be number one, first mover advantage. Yeah. Ethereum is actually even even in the you know crazy run Ethereum's had over the last couple of, of months, it still has not even gotten back to three percent of the Bitcoin price. It, at the peak, it was ten percent. You know, so like it hasn't even came close to recovering. I think a, a lot of that feeds into these. You know, I hate the maxis. Like, they're my sworn enemy. I, I will never be a Bitcoin maximalist. Not because I don't think Bitcoin's good, but because I hate the people. You know, like, hey, I really cannot bro, stand. I know exactly what you're talking about. I do. Mm -hmm. I mean, let, me, let me put it this way. People think that because Bitcoin's coming up to maybe doing a new all-time high again, and I really hope it does. The rising tide rises all ships. I hope everybody in the world yeah, for sure. that isn't, isn't going to buy Hex for whatever fucking dumb reason, I hope they buy Bitcoin or Ethereum. Go ahead, guys. Do it. Because when the other guys that are going to fucking buy Hex go to sell their Bitcoin and Ethereum, I want them to get more money for that shit. So that then more money can go into Hex. So the more valuable Bitcoin is, the more valuable Ethereum is, the more money those guys have to fucking sell it for Hex. So I want the prices to go high as shit. The yeah. chart doesn't lie. And in 2020, Bitcoin's not even in the top fucking five performers. Not even in the no. top five of top market cap performers. Ethereum has shit on it. Hex has shit on it. Uh, Chainlink has shit on it. Monero has shit on it. Like the fucking top 10 market cap coins are all beating the fuck out of Bitcoin since 2020. It's, it's not even, they're, so they're like, you ever see that uh, JPEG where there's like a, a guy with a necklace on, like a pendant, like he just won the Olympics and he's shaking the champagne and this girl about to kiss him. And then it zooms out and you see that bitch is standing on third place and the two guys are like, what the fuck? That's what Bitcoin is doing right now. It's like, hey guys, wow, you're up 90% this year. That's great. Yeah. That's really good. Hex was up twenty six thousand percent this year. Ethereum has been up like three or four hundred percent this year. You're relentless with this. Good job on that ninety percent, guys. Good it. fucking job on that shit. Yeah, you know, Richard, I feel like you're the spirit animal. <clears throat> like I tell you what, you really the way that that you talk about yourself and the things you've done. Like it really is. It really makes me feel like I'm looking in a mirror sometimes. Not looks wise. All right. Yeah. Well, man, it's pretty good. Like if you want to make in the, it, in the way that you uh, were, were cussing at people and telling them to come at you. I like that, too. If you want to make a, if you uh, want to predict the future, build it. It's that easy. Yeah.
So I'm looking at this chart right now. Because I, I mean, it's it, good. It's hard not to be skeptical, you know, like from my perspective on what what you were doing. Um, you got to know when you're it's, wrong. It's, it's, it's meme. It's, it's meme culture. It's what everybody says. At least I was open minded enough to have you on and and talk neutrally about it. I I didn't feel comfortable like really shilling it. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, but but the question we'll is, yeah. why? That's the thing, yeah. right? Like, like why? I've been a serial yeah. winner my whole life. I've never given I'll, anyone I'll even a exactly bad why. deal, which is the reason that when culture, you, you know, it, it's it, it's just like uh, attack when 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 people start down one way of thinking, you know, right. and people start jumping on board, yeah. and they start saying stuff, and then yeah. other people echo it. And before you know it, nobody even remembers how it started, but it's mm -hmm. just the thing, you know. Um, and I've seen it personally with things that uh, have happened to me in my social media careers as I've been in crypto, that like. I didn't even do something like I literally had nothing to do with what they were attacking me for. And it blew up into this big thing and I didn't even do anything, you know, and but you couldn't convince anybody of the truth, you know, and really like well, only, you know, the truth about a lot of stuff, you know, well, like some shit's so obvious. If people get scammed on the Internet, you know what they do? They complain really, really, really loudly and they fucking say, my name is X. And I got fucked by this guy and I want my money back. They say shit like that. Yeah. Who in the history of earth has ever got scammed by me? Who? Everybody that's ever done business with me has gotten a good deal. My car stereo store, my mortgage company, my fucking cryptocurrency, you name it. Everybody's getting a good deal, which is why You're there's not a single human God. being that's ever posted on any thread anywhere that says, my name is X and this dude fucked me and here's how. It's never happened. Never, ever. It's crazy. I had to hear you. Never, never mind. I will just stop there. Your candle guy, your candle guy. He's he's really happy with you. <laughs> I'm a, I don't like you know, him. I don't like lighting because the fucking wax goes everywhere. I don't like cleaning that shit up. So what happened? What happened to the to the weird hat and that? That's right here. Uh, so, kind of sideshow look. It's right there. It just makes your head sweat. And these lights are hot. I got a big chandelier here. I like it's got the like chill T-shirt. Bulbs or something. Richard better. I like that better than the uh, sideshow character. Look. <laughs> Man, if you want, but like, what's popular? Branding and shit, right? So if you're a fat old guy, really, since you're not going to look all fit and shit, Instagram style, you're going to have to spice it up some other way. So I choose to yeah. spice it up. With, you know, I live in a cool place that has cool shit. So, okay, that looks cool. And then I used to wear cool shit, but then I just kind of got bored with it. And I just wear this hack stuff. Not yeah. to mention I put on some weight and most of that shit don't fit. So kind of need to go shopping. <laughs> I remember back when I was in the XLs and then the 2XLs. And now I'm in the 3XLs. So... Ooh, so that's a that, the two XL to the triple XL. That's yeah. a because I I go back between the double XL and the XL, and even the double XL. When I find myself just being comfortable wearing those, I'm like, it's the time. It's the time. the, pro the problem is your belly keeps getting bigger, so you keep getting bigger yeah. shirts, but then the armpits start getting baggy because they don't know which direction you're growing. They just kind of grow the whole shirt, so then you get out of out of proportion. <clears throat> I'm at the level I where I should that. just have everything fucking custom tailored anyway. Like I should have yeah, hex print. I'm all for everything. It. Yeah. Uh, a hex jogger. I mean, yeah, just, like a, a, a windbreaker. You Louis Vuitton know, like has a Louis Vuitton print. Gucci has a Gucci print. Hex should have yeah. a fucking hex print. I've seen other people do it. You know, it just needs, it needs refined a little bit. Cause they're like sticking them right on top of each other and they need, they're busy. So they need to be spaced out a little bit. And I got to choose something to be in between them. Another symbol of some sort. I've put thought into it. 
I see that. I see that. Um, I, I, I think at the end of the day, um, there's just a lot of interest in this project one way or the other. And, and you know, it, people are either super hot on it or super cold on it. And that's definitely a good thing for, you know, uh, attention. And, it's so good. It's definitely got that for sure. You know, what, what I, I don't think anyone's neutral on Hex. Nobody's like, oh, hmm, it's a thing. You know, everybody's like scammer or they're like, you yeah. know, I'm I'm rich. I made all this money. Like yeah. it's one or the other. I mean, there's not a lot in the middle. So let, let's look at it like this. If you were going to design the dream cryptocurrency, the dream that did everything, what features would you want? Well, you'd want high throughput. Okay, we have that. ZKSync.io, you can do 2,000 transactions per second, 10 times cheaper than mainnet. We're the first coin in the world to do a 250,000 uh, address airdrop on Layer 2. Vitalik had been begging everyone to use Layer 2. Hex actually went and did it for him. Just like we popularized Uniswap, we were the first people to use L2 the right way. Okay, uh, what else would you want? All right, so we got, scal we got scalability covered. Okay, well, we, we want trustlessness. So no admin keys, no off switch, no pause switch, no oracles where some guy running a server can fuck everything up by just changing a number. All right, we got that. Does anyone else in DeFi have that? Pretty much no, except for Uniswap. Oh, and what do you know? The majority of our liquidity and trading volume is on Uniswap, which can't be turned off, can't be shut off, can't exit scam you like OKX that hasn't done withdrawals in four weeks. It's got 300,000 Bitcoin, it's about 5 billion. Oops, KuCoin hacked, Binance hacked, OKX, founders arrested, BitMEX, founders arrested, Hex, kicking ass every day, bow the fuck down, bow, it's that easy, everyone else needs to eat shit for, for doing a bad job, everybody else, and they need to give credit to the people that are doing a great fucking job, which is Hex, and the Hexagon community, um, and that's well, a small subset of say, the failures. What did you say to the SEC when they showed up at your house? When they shut down who? when they showed up at your house? Well, uh, I don't think that they have jurisdiction where I live, and I think they only regulate securities. And securities- they, they, Have they not shown up at your house yet? They're never going to. It's like, so- here's I was they, told, I was told that they were coming by people on Twitter at one point, for sure. No, they're, they're retarded. Everyone's retarded. Yeah. I support the SEC. I support what the SEC does. The SEC tries to help people not get Good scammed. Dogs. So how do they do that? By making people give uh, proper disclosures by trying to prevent, uh, you know, conflicts of interest and by making sure that the people that are investing in things understand what's going on, right? Some, sometimes it's an accredited investor thing. Sometimes it's a reg a plus you name it. Right. So they try really hard to make people not get scammed, but they don't regulate all activities of humans. There's a lot of activities that humans perform that the sec has nothing to do with. For instance, if you have a job, and you get paid for working, the SEC doesn't have anything to do with that. There's another department that gets their fingers in that. If you have a work from home business, the SEC doesn't have anything to fucking do with that. So if you're a Bitcoin miner and you mine your own Bitcoin, you mint your own money out of thin air, what does the SEC have to do with that? Absolutely nothing. It's the fruit of your labor, like painting a painting. Does the SEC regulate painting paintings? No, it doesn't. Does the SEC regulate Bitcoin mining? No, it doesn't. Does the SEC regulate Hex minting. Nope, it doesn't, because you're the one doing all the work. So security what about, is when- What about their, their Twitter investigative team? Because a lot of times people on Twitter have tagged them sure. and told the SEC that they were officially reporting me 
as a scammer to the oh i'm ahead of you on that on twitter you you're, you're not even anywhere close on that i've had multiple times entire front page our cryptocurrency reddit threads on direct instructions on how to report me to the sec with addresses and forms like what do these people think like like, like, okay, you're like, like they think the sec is like sitting there like oh yeah here's some random guy on twitter that's talking about a guy he's never met like yeah this will be legit you know I, I'm going to start an investigation. You know, that's not what they're going to say. That's not how well, it no, works. Dude, if you look at, if you look at if, comments, if look everyone at, says Joe Biden's yeah. a pedophile. And then everyone says Trump's a pedophile. And then everybody says everybody's a fucking pedophile. Like comments are basically, like if you read YouTube comments or Twitter comments, it's not exactly hell, but it's purgatory, basically. It it's is, not it how is, you would it, want it, to spend your life. It's always on eggshells. It's like, what's the next one? You know, because I'll go click my <laughs> notifications on Twitter sometimes. A lot of times I don't even look. Sometimes I'll check it and I'll just scroll down like two swipes. Just well, I mean, look, see what's there and then, I'll, you know, I, I think that in this particular case, the Twitter psychopaths are actually right pretty often because there is a lot of unregistered securities in cryptocurrency. I see them all the fucking time, constantly. If you give your money to a common pool with the expectation of profit solely from the work of others, it's a fucking security. And I could list you a whole lot of shit in cryptocurrency that functions that way. A whole lot. IOTA would be one of those things. So one guy can turn the network on and off at will. Well, I think I think almost all of them. Hmm. I, I think I think almost almost all cryptocurrencies, uh, like especially the ones that were launched in 2016, 2017, they pretty much all fit that description. You know, it's just it, it's like okay, but there wasn't well, they, they this use, regulation they a, then. They have too, a there's too much for them to attack to to try to weed out all these projects. So at some point, they're just gonna have, the regulators are gonna have to throw their hands up and say like. Okay, you didn't start out the right way, but your grandfathered in because there's three thousand other currencies that did the same thing. You know, I, I don't like that particular argument. I, I don't like the there's so many people committing crimes that law enforcement will stop argument. What what I do think is that if well, they just don't have the bandwidth. They don't have the bandwidth to well, no, but they they don't have after. they don't they presented excruciatingly long investigations. You know, the, the, the stuff doesn't happen overnight. You know. Takes a lot of manpower to, you know, come after one of these companies. Sure, I don't think I mean, SEC's very big either. But that, that, like, why don't we just stop breaking the fucking law then, right? Like, why doesn't everyone stop doing stupid shit? Like, instead, it's all you need is sufficient decentralization, and to to not have people working for the profit of others. Like, Bitcoin works fine without those things. Other cryptocurrencies work fine without those things. You don't need to have those shitty things that cause you to violate law in your fucking project. It, and it not only, not only does removing those things prevent you from getting fucked up from a legal perspective, but it improves the project because the only reason cryptocurrency exists is to get rid of counterparty risk. It's the only yeah. fucking reason it exists. So when you reintroduce counterparty risk to cryptocurrencies, you're doing the exact opposite of why crypto exists in the fucking first place. So you'll have better projects with less counterparty risk and less failures and enhanced compliance. It's a win-win for everybody. Hex runs wonderfully fine with nobody fucking running it. If I died and go to hex.com and hex.com all went offline right now, there's 10 other websites you can go to. You can go to backuphex.com or hardhex.xyz or hexmob.win or staker.app or etherscan.io. Hex dash literally pick any word. <laughs> well, I mean, there's maybe... There's maybe 10 of them, but like it's take other projects, take other projects, right? Other DeFi projects, admin keys. He can steal all the money whenever he wants. 
Yeah. Oracles, they can change the fucking price and win trades that were their long and shorting at, at fucking will, right? And they'll win more than you would have slashed their security bond. Okay. What about, uh, what if the front end goes down? Do you know how to fucking like use the Etherscan write contract feature? And does, do you understand how to do it? There's no guide? Oh, well, I guess you're fucked then. So, oh, oh, these, these uh, fake dApps that have you enter your seed words, lose all your money. Mm-hmm. Fake dApps that have you authorize the contract to spend your money and has an allowance, steals all your money. Hex doesn't have a fucking allowance. When you use go.hex.com, you never authorize shit to spend on your behalf, period. It's awesome. It's better. Yeah, it's- but, but... <clears throat> Here's here's what you did do. You did make the uh, amount of people, the amount of hex that people got for uh, putting in, or I'm not saying you did it, but hex mm-hmm. uh, for putting the Ethereum in, they got a much higher value, a much higher reward than if they just got it for free, like a snapshot from Bitcoin. You know, oh, their, sure. Uh, of their Obviously. It, and I'm I'm being a little facetious here, but I mean that's that's what people said. You know, oh that, they could all suck dicks. Things. I'm sorry, the free money wasn't free enough. I'm sorry, the fucking yeah. millions and millions and millions of free dollars wasn't enough for you guys. How about you make some fucking coins and let me free claim those shits? Everybody else that wants to go make a free coin and, and, and give out, like, I understand this Is shit better than anybody hex? else. We need, we need to make that. Somebody's go look at BCH's price chart. BCH is making new all-time lows, multi-year all-time lows versus Bitcoin right now. Why? Why is it doing that? It's got more development than Bitcoin. Why is it making new all-time lows? Because they gave coins to a bunch of fucking assholes that didn't deserve them. They yeah. gave 140,000, rather 180,000 Bitcoin cash to the Mt. Gox trustee, who by law could only dump them on their fucking heads. Oops. Yeah, that's true. Why would you do that? Stupid. Is and now you pay now? for it He's forever. Gone, right? Did they huh? get rid of all them? Did they get rid of all those extra Bitcoin? No, they're still sitting on 140K. They got 140,000 Bitcoin. They got 140,000 Bitcoin cash. And if they care to fuck around and claim more shit, they could have more stuff too. They could claim all the forks, right? They can't claim hex. Why? Because I'm smarter. I removed the fucker from the UTXO set. He can't claim. Mt. Gox can't claim hex because I'm smarter, which is why our price chart looks fucking awesome. And the uni price chart looks like death. Uni launched, right? Update dollars over two days and straight down like a fucking Nike symbol forevermore. Occasional boop Boop. I was fortunate enough Boop. to have six addresses with the airdrop. And, nice, and dude. Good one. Sold it all at the top. There you go. Um, yeah. So I don't know if you've heard about this new decentralized exchange, BitswapDex.io. It's going to blow Uniswap away. Okay. <laughs> it's actually, it crawls 14 different DEXs and gives you the automatic price. You guys go check it out. That's mine. Uh, but yeah, I really don't have any competitors. So I'm just going to remain silent. Well, okay. I, I'm just saying we're going to crush Uniswap. We're, right. we're using Uniswap. Okay, if it's got good prices, we use it. All right. uh, but that's but but in, in all seriousness, I think I, mean, I think that is... that's a great idea. By the way, I think that finding I, I think doing most efficient order routing mm-hmm. and and transaction ordering is a fabulous yeah. public good. Or like, I mean, even even MetaMask does this. So MetaMask. I know, well, I gosh, they I, start. They they came out with it like a week before right. it was coming out. Kind of irritated yeah. me. So MetaMask does that, but yeah. they charge a 0.8% fee to do it. So if you... Uh, if see, you, I charge point, point zero 0.03, I think. That's a lot cheaper. 
that's a lot, a lot cheaper. cheaper. Yeah, a lot cheaper. And we that's got ways like for you thirty to times cheaper down the road. Yeah, yeah. But I think I think so, the prices I mean, people will be buying at, it's really going to be gas sensitive as well, because depending yeah. on the day, gas can be pretty pricey. Back when Uni launched, yeah. that oh, shit was sure. fifty dollars to claim it. You want to claim your Uni at the Uni launch? Uh, Thousand I paid, I paid a seventy-five dollar transaction fee. Yeah, during that time. Yep. Yep. And I'm just thinking, like, I I have uh one of my one of my editors here in the office, uh, she had kind of gotten into you know some of the Uniswap Degen stuff, and you know she wasn't trading with as much as as I was trading with, and I'd be like, hey, you know, I think this coin's gonna do real well, you know, and she'd go and she'd be like, yeah, but it cost me so much to to make this trade, like I'm probably better just sitting in, in where I'm at right now. I'm like, dang, like I don't even, you know, the gas fees like don't register with a lot of trades I do, but for the people that are you know, just getting into it and have, or starting with a small portfolio and trying to build it up. Like those gas fees are killing it. But you know, you know, what we're seeing is though, is that when it comes to any of these decentralized exchange issues, so many people are always rushing in to solve whatever the problem is. We're seeing it with the, you know, with the gas fees, uh, we're seeing so many right now do aggregation of DEXs. And it's like, at some point, Uniswap and Kyber and some of these other ones, the the decentralized exchange world is going to get more decentralized and they're going to lose you know lose their grip. I think on a lot of it. It's like it's like self fulfilling Maybe. prophecy. Decentralized exchange. Maybe I there's there's efficiency. There, there's computational efficiency in combining liquidity. Yeah. And there's computational inefficiency. So I want you to imagine a world where you have one order book that needs to mirror the real world price of something else. Let's say Bitcoin. So someone has the wrapped Bitcoin, you know, let, let's say you have one order book where you have to maintain something. Okay, well now that order book changes. Now what if there's a hundred other order books that also need updated? Every tick of every price mm -hmm. movement. You end up with algorithmic, like there's this thing called big O notation where you can do an analysis of how hard computing gets as you deal with larger sizes of data and yeah. Ethereum will be more and more expensive to transact on if that development that you're thinking might happen with more things spreading out wider, if that occurs. Mm -hmm. I mean, if the price moves, you've got to change it on one order book. But now if you've got a hundred order books and the price moves or one guy trades somewhere and now you got to multiply that a hundred times, it starts to get very computationally inefficient. Yeah. You can only do about a million transactions a day on Ethereum, period. That's it. Yeah. So use them wisely. Yeah. I mean, there's so many more transactions on Ethereum than Bitcoin. I don't oh, know yeah. Know that. And fees. Not even close. The, mi uh, the miners make more fees. There's more transactions. There's just more to do. You can't do anything with Bitcoin. You want to use a stable coin of Bitcoin? Fuck yourself. You want to use decentralized exchange? Fuck yourself. You want to uh, tokenize some assets? Uh, fuck yourself. You're like, all right. Yeah. We're we're going to go to the winning team. See you guys. It's really that easy. You want to make something, uh, come up with it, and then give uh, people a bunch of free stuff, and then they yeah. make a bunch of money. Yeah. F them. And there's other, we've also got derivatives. We've got options. We've got futures. Like, I don't like options. You like this fucking Bitcoin. I don't like, I hope the number keeps going up, but it's slow, expensive. It, it's, it's going to keep going buggy. up. It's kind of like this. It's kind of like if you imagine, a, you know, like a, this won't be political, but like a, a presidential election, okay, for either party, right? You start out with like 20 guys, you know what I'm saying? 
one like I'm talking about on one side or the other. Like, yeah, 20 Republicans, let's say. One of those guys is really good, but he'll never get any stage time. Nobody knows who he is because the, the media doesn't focus on him. He doesn't have a big following. He's like way, way, way better. But the guy that was the senator in the big state that people know his name and he had the little scandal, he gets the attention, you know. And I'm not saying Bitcoin's scandalous. I mean, that, there might be some sketchy stuff. But uh, what I'm saying is, is Bitcoin will continue to front run for a while because it is the household name and it gets all the attention. We all know there's much better technology than it. But that's why I think Ethereum, this run, I've been trying to like push to people like I'm so much more bullish on Bit or on Ethereum than Bitcoin percentage games wise, even though Bitcoin's going to do well. Because I think by the end of this run, Ethereum is going to be a household name similar to what Bitcoin became. I mean, people know what Bitcoin is. Most people do. Uh, almost everyone's heard of it after 2017, even though you know the popularity waned for sure. People had heard of it. Household name. You know what Bitcoin is. I think that will happen for Ethereum, and you know it, it's it's going to change the game for it. I think it's like so so much potential. It does things you know that you know Bitcoin just can't do. And never will. So I never will. Never will. Huh. No. What about these people? They're like, uh, yeah. Don't worry. Uh, Bitcoin itself will have smart contract integration into it, and there will be no need for decentralized finance. <laughs> like, do these people hear themselves? Do they? Do they listen to themselves? I I used to promote the small block team, and when I did that, there was a block size increase on the Blockstream roadmap. It was on the roadmap. We never got it. Why not? Hmm. Is it because computers are slower? Is it because hard drives are smaller? Is it because networks have less capacity? No. It's because the ecosystem's fucked. So it's like, yeah, guys, you don't even follow your own roadmap. And people are leaving Blockstream left and right. Peter Woolley left. I think yeah, that, uh, the Blockstream thing's all a little sketch to me. They, they're, they're just losing developers left and fucking right. So it's, you know... Who could have predicted that? I mean, do you that? really have to continue to develop something that's main utility is its scarcity? Well, they did do the taproot and graft. Fair. And if it gets forked in, then it would add some anonymity, which would be nice. I'd like that. So if that can get in, but the, but, the, but that would give it progress. more pushback from governments and oh sure and yeah, and and I think so. the exchanges for the same reason they delist privacy coins, a lot of them would choose not to support that fork so because they don't want to lose their bank relationships so i'm i would yeah, put it at like I, a 20 percent chance that, that i think it's i think bitcoin's just kind of like like it's a hot chick you know what i'm saying like you see here she looks good she don't got to do much attractive she's got some things but what does she do she goes and she gets her hair cut like crazy like why did you get your hair cut like that like you were fine before you were you know Everything you were trying to do, you were doing it. You were mm -hmm. making it happen, okay? But, you know, got to be careful with my words here. But, like, Bitcoin, like, we don't need it to do anything else anymore. But the the maxis, they want it to do much more. They want they it wanted to, to do more, but they're not like willing to actually hire any developers to perform any security Even if they had them, like, what's, or... the, what's the purpose? Like, it, it's it's archaic in the world of technology, the way the way that it operates. Can, the can you imagine waiting 10 minutes for a transaction? Can you imagine that? No, oh, can you imagine waiting so five bad. days? Because that's what it was. The average, I was looking this up, like the average confirmation time during the peak, peak, peak congestion 
in 2017 or maybe first week 2018, it was five days. It's pretty rough. You you couldn't do anything. You yeah. could not do anything with it. It's pretty and rough. that's not going away. It's going to be bad again. The difference is, like, I think now, you know, a, a lot of people are not necessarily, um, you know, counting on bitcoin being a currency so maybe they won't do as many transactions with it it's more like i have an idea you know i have an idea everybody open up your browser go to uh bridge.renproject.io and uh consider turning your fucking bitcoin into ethereum and then if you want uh, you can turn it into hex just go to ethhex.com or you can just leave it as ethereum who gives a fuck but hey can consider jumping into something that has a lower market cap and therefore acts like a leverage position lightly in that when Bitcoin goes up, it tends to go up more. So I said, hey, 2020 could be a year where Bitcoin beats the dollar, Ethereum beats Bitcoin, and Hex beats both. And oh, what do you know? That's exactly what happened. Ethereum's still up over Bitcoin since the COVID drop about two or threefold. Yeah. Well, I think, I don't want people to get confused. I mean, I, I like Bitcoin. I mean, that's what I first got into. I, you know, I mean, Bitcoin is Bitcoin. It, it's what is really responsible for this whole space, obviously. Um, but you know, things change. You know, and I think I think Bitcoin as digital gold, it serves a great purpose. I know you said you think that uh, uh, there's a lot better stores of value out there. Mm -hmm. There may be, but I think due to the overwhelming size of the Bitcoin network, um, the security could change so fast. If people start to decide just start do, selling. Do you know how fast decentralized exchanges took over? Oh, like, yeah. It just, right. like, I looked up and was like, Two months. I never thought this would happen in five years. Yeah. $1.5 billion in Ethereum sitting in Uniswap right now in the order book. Thickest order book in the entire world. Period. Ooh, she thick. She real thick. So it's like, yeah, you, you need to learn about DeFi now because the best order execution is on chain with no counterparty risk and the best, the best, the least slippage, the best trading. So, like, yep, you got to learn about it now. It's not optional. Unless you're retard, and then I guess you don't have to learn about it. <laughs> and I think there's a lot of retarded people out there, so probably probably they'll be lagging. Yeah, I uh, I cannot condone the use of of that word because I don't. I like the retired. word retard. I think it's great. It was such a it was such a uh, a used word when I was a kid. Like it was bro, just, it used to just mean slow. It, it's crazy how language changes, isn't it? It shows you how fast things. Change. You, you buy medicine with the word retard written on it. It just means delayed release. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, so, but you can't you can't even use it in context anymore. I'm taking it back. I'm not I'm not changing my language for anybody. I'm yeah. going to use my words and other people can fucking deal with it. So I'm going to use the word retard. Well, you know what? And, and, and I, I was of that opinion too. People don't like it. Sorry, guys. Oh gosh. Oh gosh, block that up. Yeah. Uh, I I with specifically the the word we were talking about a second ago. Um, you know, I had a friend who had a child yeah. that was born had issues. Yeah. And he was it made me feel pretty bad. I try not to say it. I do say it sometimes. So, so here's, I'm going to break that snowflake shit out real quick. All right. Let's, let's I, this cure is not snowflake, snowflake stuff. This is, this is someone I personally know is a good friend. It's like, well, it's a little bit different than some random you, person on the street. I'm going to educate you. I'm going to educate you. Okay. okay? Don't, don't make so, me sound like a hippie liberal right now, please. <laughs> it's coming. Please don't. It's coming, man. So if, if you, if you were hanging out with somebody, right. And you go like, hey, man, I'm, I'm a fat fuck, which I say, because I'm a fat fuck. And then you know what people do? They go, you're not a fat fuck. And you're like, yes, I obviously am. The scale says I am. The, the fucking fact I'm wearing my shirt at the beach says I am. 
I am a fat fuck. Yeah, I am. Why do you feel so compelled to lie about it? Because to them, being fat is disgusting. It's not okay. And so they don't want you to be fat because they don't want you to be disgusting because they like you. And so the reason they're trying to convince you that you're not what you really are is because internal to them, they've made a judgment that what you really are is disgusting. So let's, so I've explained that and your brain's like, ah, that might be true, but I'm not convinced yet. So let's take the same analogy and make it more obvious. You have a friend, he's not dark black, he's light black. And he comes and he says, yeah, man, I'm black. And you go, no, you're not. No, you're not, man. Don't say that. You're not black. You're just, you know, really tanned. Oh, shit. We have a problem now. Now we have a problem. So it's okay for people to fucking lie to your face and tell you you're not fat because they think fat's disgusting. But it's not okay to tell people they're not black if you think black's disgusting because it's obviously fucked up, right? And this retard thing is the same shit. So if you have a fucking retarded kid and I go, man, your kid is fucking retarded. You're like, yeah, my kid is retarded. And you'd be like, yeah, it's cool, man. We still have fun and shit. We got to eat, whatever. He drools on shit. And everyone could be happy and tell the truth, right? And have a value judgment that says, yes, because we have uh, the opportunity for excellence, we also have the opportunity for weird shit. And the same system that generates randomness to create the excellence also creates the fucked up shit. And this time, we didn't get excellence. We got some fucked up shit, and we're going to make the best of it that we can. That could be the level that we operate on. And we could just say, yeah, he's retarded. But no, that's not okay with people. People have to fucking lie because it's not okay to be retarded. And then we pretend retardation doesn't exist and we just keep renaming well, it's, it. You know, it, it, you do bring up an interesting point here, which is uh, with, with that word uh, specifically, I, I feel like it's almost like the word itself represented something uh, and people got so, like people feel so like uh, empathetic or sorry. Or disgusted. that... That they don't that want well. they don't want retards to exist, and so the concept that you could call someone retarded is is horrific to them, because reality is horrific to them. So I I would rather call black people black, fat people fat, retards retards, and be okay with them being those things, whereas the snowflake fuckboy faggots would prefer that those things didn't exist and that we give them all different names and and pretend that reality is not really happening. No, it's okay that people are black. It's okay that people are retarded. It's okay that people are fat. It's okay that people are old. It's okay. These things are all okay. And if not okay, even in some cases better, right? Like diversity is power. It is strength. Specialization is something that makes the world better. Well, you can't have specialization if everything's the same. You can't have excellence and diversity. And then these people that say that diversity is power then go forth and try and make everyone gray goo and make everyone act the same and say the same shit and use the same words. And so it's, it's, it's internally discongruent. You, you cannot hold both of those beliefs at the same time. You can't say diversity is strength. And then also let's kill all diversity and make everyone act exactly the same. It doesn't make any sense. Like you can't no. say, Hey, let's have equality of opportunity, but also have equality of outcome. And then you're like, all right, well, let's see how that works. So the, the founder of Reddit, Alexis yeah. Ohanian said, I'm giving up my CEO position to a black guy or black woman. I can't remember which one. He chose the race and I think he chose the gender, but he at least chose the race. And I'm like, man, that's the most racist shit I've ever heard of in my fucking life. Let's type a fucking response to this guy. Hey man, aren't you afraid that like the American Indians and Chinese people will be really upset that you chose a black guy for this job? Racist as fuck. It's crazy to me. 
Like these guys, they think they're making the world a better place by destroying meritocracy when that is what yeah. creates excellence. They want to make like, I got all this shit figured out. If you want to hear my positions on life and politics, you can go watch my oldest YouTube videos, which I made before crypto was popular, you know, before Bitcoin had done its run to 3k at the time. And, uh, if you want to read my book, which is free currently, the edited version, I just got back from the editor a month ago, probably sell that, probably not make that free. Um, when you were talking politics, yeah. did people say that it was a cash grab? I don't think so. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't even have ads turned on my YouTube channel, man. I have a price calls channel. I don't charge for it. I have no ads on my YouTube channel. I have give away free Crypto, coins. I give away free books. Everything, everything I give away is like free. You can't even, you don't even know an address you can send me money to. I don't even have a donation address. But people yeah, but get, see, even that though, like if you don't have a donation address, like that's kind of like almost like pretentiously saying like, hey, I don't need that money. You know, so I, don't. I don't like that either. You know? Unlike Andreas, I actually made money in crypto. Oh, I didn't need to beg and grovel like Andreas, for money. Bro. I don't like, I like that Andreas. motherfucker at all. You don't like Andreas? No. He's, he's a bitch. He's like, he's like, you know. Oh, he's what? He's Andreas is a straight up bitch. Straight oh. up bitch. I'm nice being guy. friendly with that. I could call him other words that are more accurate and more insulting, but I won't. So... Yeah. It's like Andreas, he never built anything. He learns about code. Don't write no fucking code. Right? This is like these copy-paste bitches that copy-paste Bitcoin like Charlie Lee. Hey, I'm going to copy-paste Bitcoin, change the minimum amount of shit, and then act like I'm good. No, you ain't good, man. You copy-paste. Writing new code that has new features that didn't exist before, that's hardcore. That's solving new problems. That's solving new pain points or old pain points that people had. How many things in the top 10 in crypto aren't forks of Bitcoin? Zcash is a fork of Bitcoin. I don't even know where the fuck it is on the market cap ranks. That shit's dead. Uh, Litecoin's a fork of Bitcoin. Bitcoin Cash is a fork of you, Bitcoin. You, you mean Bitcoin. you would not trade eight Zcash for one, or uh, eight Bitcoin for one Zcash? <laughs> hey, when you spend 80 million a year on dev and you dump the price every year from your founder's tax, what do you think is going to happen? That 80, 80 million a year is coming out of somewhere. It's coming out of dumping the fucking price. Constant. Forever. Or you got to fire people. So, and they should fire them, I hope, because what are they doing? What are they building over there? Back to, <clears throat> so, back to why Andreas is a bitch. I believe in personal freedom and sovereignty. Okay? Now, there are some things that I like that Andreas does. I do like the things that he said about Bitcoin. I do like the things that he said about Ethereum. I do not like the things he said about controlling women's right to work. So he oh, says, fair, fair. Yeah, has, I, I actually agree with you hundred percent on this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He says he will not speak at your conference. If there's any booth girls or models working there, yeah. fuck you, Andreas. These girls need to eat, bitch. They need work. They need jobs, motherfucker. So you got a good brain. You can make a, You can make money at the conference, but these girls that got pretty faces, pretty bodies, they can't make money at the conference. Who the fuck are you to decide that? It's disgusting. They can't go in there in a dress and have a guy with scissors come cut one small piece <laughs> apart every five minutes. I'm not sure not that's a thing, but it sounds cool. I'd like to watch. That it. is a thing, literally in it Las Vegas cool. at uh, World CryptoCon one year All right. uh, in front of a Lambo. He was Yo. like, a, he was like, I would Mr. sit and watch Miyagi that. With a I'd have a sandwich watching that tree, shit. But yeah, he was, Yo, I watched cutting that tri he was just cutting triangles out all over her dress. It was crazy. Yeah, it was so dang interesting. Sounds cool. I mean. Yeah, it, w it was really yeah. cool. I mean, not just yeah. like you're sitting there and like, yeah, there's a hot chick there, but I'm just saying like, <laughs> it was unbelievable how he could cut yeah. it and she still was contained in there. <laughs> it was an art. It really was. He was trimming that bonsai. On YouTube. It gets a bonsai expert out there. So yeah. uh, what else does he do, right? This cowardice, this cowardice motherfucker, 
he says, I don't, I'm not saying hex is a scam, but I think it might be. It has red flags. You're like, okay, it's got red flags. I'm just like saying, what? Like, it, like what? Like people don't, this is why I never said anything. I never said hex was a scam. I've never one time said it. I'm glad you didn't. I was, I was a little skeptical. You'd be, you'd be you getting, know? I mean, <laughs> You, the hexagons come say, out on people to do that shit, man. They come and they're looking some, up all your old trades, all your old calls. If you talk shit yeah. about hex now, there's about 20 or 30 dedicated full-time motherfuckers coming for you with their real identities. No, no bullshit. No yeah. bots. But, but do, do you know why I never said it? Because... Because you I, might not I have been... Any, you may not have really been convinced it was one. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just because everybody was saying it was one. So it made me a little leery. But, you know, like, what do I know? You know, like, it's just like, well, you know, it's crazy. Like when, when Calvin Air... Okay, uh, which pretty much nobody likes. When yeah. Calvin Air went to Cuba and had that little dance team come, and that girl was dancing on him, and everyone said, "Oh my gosh, he's a pedophile!" Uh, like, do you guys have that girl's license to know how old she is? You know, sometimes people and sometimes they yeah, but they call everybody free. pedophile now, man. Joe Biden pedophile, I, Trump pedophile. It's like they just use it literally every word well, you can you use to insult buddy. Like, they they use the whole list. That's a crazy thing to say about someone without having any any proof, like, and widespread. And he could have sued probably a lot of people. He's got the money to do it too. I think he may, he threatened to sue people over it. Like, I think that girl probably was actually of age. Probably, you know, like I don't think they would have been putting it out on those pictures if she wasn't. She probably just looked really young. How you don't have empirical evidence of the girl's age? I don't like, think the internet okay, she looked, like, uh, made, abides by good reporting journalistic standards i don't I think know. troll shit post fucks that literally have in their half the people i block literally have the the adjective troll or noun troll in their profile they know you feel what like it's doing. only like 10 guys like 10 guys would like <laughs> they just keep making new profiles it's really it could be it could yeah it can be that's funny no, i think they, i mean a lot that. of i I know a lot of people that attack me that are like, I right. actually have some, some evidence of that, but not that That's I care funny. that much. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But, like people saying stuff that they don't yeah. know, like, it's okay. Like, Hey, we all talk about stuff like make predictions and, you know, assumptions and things like that. But when you're talking about like calling something an absolute scam or you're talking well, about, okay. saying something about well, let me defend these guys like, a just, little bit. I just can't do it. If There's I, so many fucking I'm scams really, in crypto. Really, really it's sure. a safe bet. Half the time. There are. Half the time, That's if you call some shit a scam without any foresight, you'll be like, okay, half the time you'll be right. Well, but when you call some shit, I made a scam after I called the 20K Christmas, after I retired in 2003, after I fucking mined full blocks of Bitcoin with no pool. At like, I've won too many times in a fucking row mm. to be like, oh, yeah, the thing he made, that shit's going to be a scam. No, probably not. Probably not. Like why? That was the tension. That was the tension during that time, though, which was like, no one could believe that Richard was doing this. You know, I think it's because people thought I was a YouTuber or some shit. They didn't realize what I really am. Like, oh. I look like a YouTuber because I occasionally make a video that gets a lot of views, but I don't yeah. make thumbnails. I don't edit my videos. I don't cut the fucking beginnings off, cut the ends off. I don't do fucking anything. Nothing. I don't do any work at all on my YouTube channel. Absolutely fucking nothing. So me being a successful YouTuber, successful, lol, 50K subs, but in crypto, it's actually a lot, uh, which is pitiful because crypto is so small. You know, if I did keyboard reviews, I'd have more views, literally, truthfully. If I did keyboard reviews, I'd have more views. I, there's a guy named Cairo Sand that has like 300K subs who does keyboard reviews. It's got a nice deep voice. <laughs> so 
it makes a big difference. I think what happens is like other YouTubers look at me and they're like, oh yeah, you know, his shit's got to suck because he can't make anything good because he's like me and I can't make anything good. And I would feel bad if he made something good because then I'd feel bad I didn't make something good. Some kind of shit like that, right? Hmm. And then you're like, no guys, actually, I've been a serial entrepreneur with, you know, 150 employees, been in 10 different businesses, wrote self I created Rice Krispies, you know? You know, I didn't invent the question mark, but uh, Just a lot of really cool shit going on here. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe everyone just gets hate anyway. I mean, everybody hates Vitalik, and all he does. Well, there is, fucking... you, there is an element of that that's true. Like uh, every like, just think about this. I mean, I, I don't know if you're a sports guy. I, I wouldn't think you're a sports guy. Are you a sports guy? I used to play football, but I'm not. A, I don't watch it. Yeah. Okay. So Michael Jordan. Everybody knows who Michael Jordan is. Yeah. Obviously, greatest player we ever saw in basketball. Like, people say he was overrated. Like, because people like LeBron now, like people literally say Michael Jordan was overrated. Like if you were live and watching him play, like there was no overrated. And the fact that he gets attacked for being overrated, Michael Jordan, the greatest athlete I ever saw in my life, yeah, right. that tells you everything you need to know about what it's like. They also hate Elon Musk and they also hate Steve Jobs and they also yeah. hate Jeff Bezos and they also hate Bill Gates and they hate well, me. I mean, Although let's be fair, I don't belong on that list yet. Yeah. Uh, you know. If you if anyone believe, knows yeah. you exist, you're getting hated, period. Yeah. So, well, and it's it's coming down to like what is the thing that you know like some people like they can just take the hate and I can absorb hate like I like I like hate pretty good when it's when it's of a certain kind you know the yeah. thing that I don't like is is the the made up lies about yeah. me the the misportrayal of my character. And what I do, you know, like there's this whole thing where we we uh, sold BitBoy collectible cards and we, we made a lot of money in like two weeks selling these cards. We're still working on them. We bring out more cards. We're long term in on this. Right. We we think that, you know, we got a game coming out on wax. A lot of stuff. We made a lot of money. People literally just said like, oh, well, there's no way they could have possibly sold that many cards. So definitely. OK. Uh, unequivocally, they were buying their own cards like not nah, bitch. I made a lot of money. Like I didn't buy my cards. You know what I'm saying? I it literally did not happen. I got attacked on Twitter for like two whole days because of something that's a hundred percent inaccurate. And this guy was like, Oh no, I've got the, he, he went around sharing the ether scan of right. like where basically the, our address had sent out. Uh, there was some cross addressing, right? Uh, Rarible even came out and said, guys, it was three cards out of 500. Like, Nobody looked at it. People I'm the wrong like, guy to talk oh, about God. NFTs. You don't want to hear What's my that? opinion. You don't want to hear my opinion on NFTs. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Uh, NFTs are, have been a way for me to kind of reintroduce the original vision of what this channel was supposed to be, which oh, was yeah. comic, you know, co a comic series, a, oh, an yeah. anime cartoon series. Right. So, it's given us the opportunity to like do that and develop the ecosystem so, you know, whether they're overvalued or undervalued or whether they will bring adoption well, or not. And well, I, I let me like let me present you an alternative universe. Okay. Okay. People decide that they Richard like Hart is humble. Richard Hart is humble. No, we're not going to ever get that far. I would never go there. So, well, I mean, it depends. I am humble on a lot of shit. Like diet, I'm the worst, man. You don't want to okay. see what the fuck I'm, I eat. I'm like, the, I know I'm, what I'm bad I'm at. The humblest person you ever met. Not you cursing. Not humble me. I I curse like a sailor. That's not professional sounding. I, I should stop doing that. Person. Right. I do. I know what I'm bad at. Um, yeah. In a world where people like art, artists should receive more funding to generate more and better art. However, when new game theory and mechanisms capture 99% of the value for the speculator, 
but under the guise of funding art, it starves the artists. So what I see in a lot of gambling is that people just find a new excuse to make it as though the gambling was okay. So people will uh, buy shit coins that have no product oh, market yeah, you fit. Hate gambling, I forgot about that. Yeah, I do. About the last time we talked. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's if you, I look at I look at the world and I see mistakes that I've made. I blew ten years of my life playing video games. Blew it. I've got a predator icon, which means I won four thousand games in StarCraft Two, which means you got to play eight thousand games because matchmaking gets you to fifty fifty, and the games oh, average twenty minutes each. You're the exact person that makes fun of them in my videos. Yeah, you're the guy. When people hear me in my videos, say like, "Oh, you'll never get out of your mom's basement playing Minecraft." It, it was you. Well, StarCraft Two in this case, but I also played <laughs> Team Fortress Two. In fact, Destiny you had to, to differentiate that really yeah. drives home the point. So it's, I wasted a decade of my life, and I don't want to see other people have that regret and that pain. And I give them tips and tricks on how to break free because I broke free, and I had to delete my accounts, and I had to break the disks, and I had to fucking null route the IP using hosts dot uh, etc or host dot uh, text. So like, I had to use every trick in the book to break free, and it was fucking hard, man. You know, because you want to fall back in old habits, and then you got to get new habits that make it so you don't want to fall back in old ones because nature abhors a vacuum. So I teach people how to live a better life. Same with trading. How many people you know that have lost money trading? And everybody, everybody loses money training. Okay, well, how do you stop people from doing that shit? Tell them there's a better way. Tell them the only people to get rich are founders and holders. And you ain't founding shit, so hey, what's left for you? You could hold, right? As long as you're in project with product market fit, not some hype, promise coin, exit scam, bullshit, right? Like it, it has to have real adoption. The users have to be engaging in the right ways or, or it just doesn't have longevity. That's the difference, by the way, between blockchain games and successful crypto projects. It's the longevity. It's it's how long are people gonna continue to be engaged by this thing, and all games fall off. I mean, you could say like the, the longest running digital game might be like CSGO. And for me, that shit's boring CSGO. as fuck. I cannot play oh, Counter-Strike. Is that Counter-Strike? So boring. Rush yeah, B, no, fuck this. You know what I like to play? I like to play Madden and right. NBA Live. All all right. and, uh, and Zelda, that's the one nerd game I play, but right. I play it and beat it in a few weeks and I don't pick it up again for years. Nice. And that, so. that I do support. Listen, if you're playing a game that has a narrative, a beginning and an end, that's just an enhanced story. That's a wonderful experience. And some of the most fun I've games. ever had it, digitally they, is that. They, games have gone away from that completely. Exactly. Crazy. Now it's a grind with microtransactions and fucking raping your consciousness for profit. And it's just horrible. If you're and, playing and a grinding nobody, game, nobody wins. You know yep. what I'm saying? Like nobody ultimately beats the game. Yep. Therefore, you have no losers. It's the terrible. game is your trophy. It's terrible. Like I, I even got hooked on that shit, man. I, I got hooked on a casual phone game once, and I'm like, is this really my life now? I'm hooked on this horrible, disgusting, shitty game. Yeah. Oh my god. I like to play Angry Birds Bubble Pop. <laughs> That's the one I've been on for about a year and a half now. I stay. I really, I, I'm not falling back into that shit. Well, I don't the, want no games. I fall asleep. That's how I go to sleep is I play those games and I can tell if I'm going to just stay up for a while or I'm going to go to sleep because within about two minutes of playing one of those games, whatever, it just hypnotizes me and I go to sleep. Right. And so I put it off, you know, if I want to stay right. up, I'm like, you know. Look, some people can have good relationships with games. Some people can have good relationships with drugs. Some people can have good relationships with gambling. But in general, these are risky behaviors for, for compulsive people. Yeah. Well, that's um, the thing, like with alcoholics, like, you don't know if you're an alcoholic unless you 
go down that road and start drinking, you know? So yep. if, hypothetically, if you just never drank, you yep. would definitely not become an alcoholic. Yep. You know? True. Uh, you know, the, it's, there's a slippery slope. That's cascade effect. And it's like, if you're the easiest way to get the easiest way to not have your sixth drink is to not have your first drink. But if you're already on drink five, real easy to get to six. So it, it's, it gets harder and harder to that. So there's a great saying by Balthasar Gratian, a Jesuit priest who wrote a wonderful self-help book called the art of worldly wisdom a couple hundred years ago. And one of his great quotes is, uh, never open the door to a small evil for many larger follow. And you're like, yep, that's how it goes. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just going to have one game. game. I'm just going to have one beer. I'm just going to do this one thing. And then, oh, you know, I'm just going to, just going to margin long, a little two X low margin, just liquidated in a 50% I'm just going to, uh, that Tide Pod sure does look soft. I'm just going <laughs> to, oh God, on the Tide Pod. The, the fucking, uh, you just see, you what never know called? if you're a Tide the forbidden fruit or whatever like the fucking it looks so delicious it really does look tasty but you shouldn't it looks eat like it's candy for children i think they <laughs> did they redo it where it doesn't look no it still looks like candy i think oh man um, yeah I, so have to, you, I have to fight fight it every day yeah you know? so like listen it, yeah richard go ahead we have to go All this right. has been the longest interview of my whole life and this was supposed what? to be a 20 minute interview but oh, i can't bad. help it because you're so no you're you're so interesting and i Thanks, i really the uh brav the the bravado the uh the opposite of humility i, I there's not even a word for it i think um I, I love it and uh yeah i you say a lot of my thoughts actually on things so um thanks that's good yeah so I, hey, uh, the, I was this way before this i launched a multi-billion dollar like to do this like maybe maybe more you know it's fun look man you know if you got a bag of hex i'm a pretty cool guy to talk to because I know a bit about hacks. Um, That's true. That I, I true. wish you good luck on your uh, yeah. on your bag. I got to find a better word than that. It's not it's not respective of the power of the investment. I mean, yeah. Don't if if your if your no, if your investment sack. went from three fifty to twenty five k. Yeah. I don't think bag is the right word. I think that's yeah. like treasure. You know, <laughs> like what more could you want? And you could you could cash out right now. You could yep. emergency end stake and cash out right this minute, or you but could you know wait what? and get paid the big payday. I'm a gamer. Or like, I'm just gonna hold out, see what happens. Yeah, it's you're in control. Of, like, cryptocurrency was invented to put you in control of your finances with no middlemen, no counterparty risk. Who else is doing that? You want to you want to make money on your Bitcoin? You got to give your keys to somebody. And what do they do? They run out of they run away with your keys. Like this company Cred, C R E D. I never even heard of them before. But now I they're neither, bankrupt, they owe hundreds of millions of dollars. You're like, oh, yeah. what do you know? Another fucking centralized party took people's keys, lost all their money. Oops, who, who could have predicted that? Satoshi could have predicted that. That's why he invented Bitcoin, to stop that from happening. It's hilarious. So I invented something that lets you make yield while you hold your own keys. Can't get exit scammed. And all these other projects, people are giving them their keys, and they lose all their money. Like these farming projects named after foods. Oh God, that's a, you're like, guys, a, you're going to lose your money. Yeah. Well, a lot of those, money. a lot of those with the, with the big returns, uh, I got sucked into a few of those because the returns are so great, but because everybody's getting the returns, they would immediately sell it as soon as they ca as soon as they, you know, claim their rewards. And it was just like a slow death. It was a slow death where you were balancing out like, Oh, I'm making so many coins. 
oh, but the price is going down. I'm right. actually losing money. If it yeah. could just stabilize and go sideways for one day, just then sideways, be profitable. Yeah, I would have been uh, way profitable. But I prefer a price chart be good looking. Because I think for new people that want to participate in the ecosystem, a beautiful price chart that goes up and to the right, like the logo, exponential growth, 369, uh, that, that's the best you can do for onboarding new users, I think. So It's, it's good, good talking to you, man. Can I shill yeah. all the shit that I'd like to see people do? Please, please, uh, right. Richard, shill all of your things. Come follow me on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash Richard Hart Join the 54K other people there, 53K other people enjoying my beautiful tweets. Uh, YouTube.com forward slash Richard Hart. T.me forward slash Hex Crypto. We got 21,000 people in the chat. Hmm. And there's a really cool command in there called pasta, exclamation mark pasta. It gives you like 10 or 20 other commands that you can call. Answers all your questions, right? How does Uniswap work? Exclamation Uni, right? How does a big payday work? Exclamation BPD. It's awesome. Uh, go get the free books if you want to read books that are, you know, collection of some of my greatest thoughts t.me forward slash scivive s-c-i-v-i-v-e um go to hex.com or if you want a referral link pumpamentals.com or if you want to self-refer yourself and make a 32 percent bonus click your own referral link so go to go to hex uh, go to hex.com or hex.com you have only got less than four days to use the referral program it's disappearing it's over you have got less than four days. I never got one. I never gave it out one time. Well, I probably failed on that. You Big probably ones. lost a million or two on that mistake. Years, I might have truthfully. Because yeah. um, if you look at what the other refers made, did well, I wanted to be sure. There. You know, like I like to I, be sh I like to be as sure about things as I can. Well, you, you got know? four days left. People, man. people wouldn't believe that, but it's true. You know, you got four days left to get your referral link out there, and in four days, you're not going to be able to claim with Bitcoin for free anymore. So we see, you know, the occasional thousand Bitcoin, 500 Bitcoin, hundred Bitcoin claim coming in. Now you only got four days left to do your Bitcoin free claims. You only got four days left to click your referral links. You've only got four days left to transform Ethereum into hex in the contract. And if you self refer yourself, you get a 32% bonus. That's all going away in four days. Actually, this, this is coming out tomorrow. It'll only be three days. Shit. Well, well you guys better really get busy against it. Yeah. Then once that phase is over, so once you get in the last adoption amplifier, amplifier, adoption amplifier lobby, it's like day 351, you've got one day to get restaked. So you, end, you exit the lobby, mint your coins. You got one day to get restaked. You got to be staked by the 18th. So it becomes active on the 19th. So that you get paid the big payday. And then if you want to just cash it out, you can cash it out on the 20th. And then if you go to go to hex.com, it's going to show you whether you're going to make the big payday or not. When you enter your length, it's going to show you a little dot. If your stake touches the dot and lights the dot up, then you're going to see how much your big payday estimated bonus is. Now, that big payday will go down if a lot of people open up stakes, which I don't know why they wouldn't. Mine's going down a little bit. Mine's going down about, it went from like 6.1 <clears throat> milli to like 5.6. I would last be like, like six months. So it's not too bad. If people don't stake for that single day, they have to be retarded. I mean, you're just staking, like, you're just staking for a single day, and you're going to get like the biggest payout in the history of the thing ever. It only happens once. It's a third of the supply. If you like, I, that ha, that number has to go up. It just has to, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but if it, if it doesn't, and people close a bunch of stakes, that number could actually increase. So your big payday could go up if people close stakes, and it will go down if people open stakes. And I'm betting on stakes opening. Um, yeah. And then what else? Like, yeah. So free books, free videos, free chat. 
free coins. I think that's it. I think. Yeah. Okay. Well, 263 X this year so far, people are shocked by that, but Bitcoin's up 1.6 million X right now. And Ethereum launched at 30 cents, wicked down to 15 cents on Kraken and is about 500 bucks now. So if you like I, the 30 I, I cents think according to, to, I think according to, uh, maybe coin ether scan was somewhere. I think it's, I think Bitcoin's up even more. I think it's like 2.7 million percent or something. According to my well, I mean, I'm only going down to a penny. So we did, yeah. did trade oh, well, lower well, than well, a penny. That, that's why, because it, yeah. it, it started out at four Bitcoin per penny. There you go. So, I mean, you could inflate these numbers to be even more amazing. So yeah. Bitcoin's up 1.6 million X from a penny. Now it was up 2 million X at the end of 2017. If you traded futures, it was up even farther. It went up to 22, 24K, 26K, I can't even remember. Um, like, you know, these are some big numbers, man. So when people get scared by 263X, you're like, hey, you're the same guy that saw Bitcoin at a penny, a dollar, $10, $100, $1,000. And I wouldn't be surprised to see at some point, oh, 10,000. I wouldn't be surprised to see 100,000 at some point. Now the, the, the cycles are getting longer. So our last, you know, mm. our last mm. bull to bull peak, I think was three years. And now if we hit it now, it's going to be like four years. And then maybe the next one will be like five years or something. Right. Cause our logarithmic scale is kind of like falling over a little bit. So anyway, we're, I think it's the bull run, mate. It's the right environment, yeah. helicopter money. They're printing it. Everything's going up. Crypto's going up more. Well, just think about this. Money. We're going to get unlimited stimulus money. Good. And no one's going to have to go to work. Great. At all. Awesome. It's all going to be canceled. Everybody's going to get stimulus. Nobody's going to have to pay mortgages. Nobody's going to have to pay rent. Can't wait. Sucks for the people that own the mortgages and the houses. Yeah. But you know what? Let's get this money. As long as someone's still feeding me cheeseburgers, I'm okay. I don't want the economy to crash. But <laughs> when it does, uh, I'm at least prepared for it. <laughs> well, Richard. Yeah. You shilled all the things. You've, yeah. you've literally shilled every single thing you possibly shilled. Yeah, it was good talking to you. Congratulations and, uh, on making money. I will talk to you guys later. There's a lot of people that lose money. You did good. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Good talking. Yeah, yeah. thank you. I, I, I do like to make money. It's a, it's a good thing. All right. Well, everybody, thank you so much for watching. That's all we got. See you, man.